Hi, welcome to Audio Essays from My Closet. My name is Joseph, and I am actually recording this episode from my closet. So, this is the first episode of my first podcast, which I hope will be one of many. So, in this podcast, I'll be looking at a variety of different topics and exploring and going a little more into depth with them. What topics will I be talking about? Well, it'll vary. I could be talking about something as simple as bubbles, maybe the history of Chipotle peppers, to maybe doing more uh, investigative slash interview with people of interest. Think of it kind of like This American Life, but much shorter. You're never going to be quite sure of the topic of these episodes, so you're just going to have to listen in to find out. For the first episode, I decided to look at something that seems kind of simple, is a little close to home, and actually is a little more interesting than I originally thought. So, I decided to do an episode on why I like the color blue. Why? Well, blue is my favorite color. I don't really think there's any other reason. Originally, when I was brainstorming for this episode, I thought I was just going to talk about, oh, the color blue, why I like it. But, as I looked more into color preference and what color blue means to other people, the topic definitely fleshed itself out, and I think it's going to be a pretty good, interesting first episode. So, here it is. Why I like the color blue. It's one of the easiest questions we ask when we want to get to know someone. What's your favorite color? For me, my favorite color is blue. I think I remember the moment that I decided that blue was my favorite color. I think I was about four. I was looking through one of those little books you give toddlers to give them something to play with and flip through. The book was mostly pictures with very few words. This book must have been about colors, because I remember a page that had a blue square on it and the word blue under it. I was a kid who liked to think about things. One time, my mom told me she saw me sitting in a corner and asked what I was doing. I told her, I'm contemplating my life. I was only about five at the time. Why would I have even heard the word contemplate? There's no way that Steve from Blue's Clues said it, and I would have known. Much to my older sister's dismay, Blue's Clues was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Now that I think about it, maybe that had a reason into me picking Blue as my favorite color, but more on that later. Blue's Clues tangent aside, I remember my four-year-old self thinking, Oh, I don't have a favorite color. What should it be? Well, I like blue. How about blue? I guess so. It's decided. My favorite color is blue. That decision I made at four years old has definitely made an impact on my life. A majority of my backpacks I had in school were blue. I made sure that my recorder in third grade was blue. When my older brother moved out, now, I finally had my own room. Not only did I get my mom to paint it blue, but two different shades of blue. I'm fully aware that I am in no way unique in having blue as my favorite color. In a study in 2012 from Philip Cohen, a sociologist from the University of Maryland, 2,000 men and women were asked what their favorite color was. Across both genders, blue was the most popular, with 42% of men and 29% of women saying blue was their favorite. Blue is clearly a popular color. But why? There are seven colors in the rainbow. If I were to pick a color at random, I would have one in seven, or about a 14% chance, of picking blue. There is no way that blue is popular because of random chance. Definitely not when close to half of men say blue is their favorite color. So, why do we like the color blue so much?
To understand why, let's look at the psychology of colors. In a 2010 study by Stephen E. Palmer and Karen Schloss, which I hope I'm saying right, quote, a person's preference for a given color can be determined by averaging out how much that person likes all of the objects that they associate with that color. A person's association with different colors can impact their color preferences. I think this explains a lot about how we feel about colors. For example, if a person's favorite kind of environment is a dense, thick forest, they will probably like the color green. Brown, by contrast, is not a very popular color, because when people think about brown things, they think of things that are dirty and smell like, and I'm going to use the scientific term, fecal matter. When I think of blue things, one of the first things I think about is the sky. The sky is not, it's not only blue where I live, but it is blue all around the world. Clear blue skies generally make people happy. Since everyone in the world shares the same sky, the appeal of a blue sky is international. Because of this, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise that blue is one of the most popular colors in the world. This definitely applies to me. One of the places I feel the most at ease and relaxed is when I'm on the coast. I'm lucky enough to live in California, where I have access to, to the ocean in just a few hours. My family has vacationed in the Bay Area of California for as long as I can remember. Personally, I don't go to the coast for the beaches, but just to look out into the ocean. I live in the Central Valley of California, and on clear days, I can look to the east and see the Sierra Nevada Mountains, and to the west, I can see the coastal mountain range. It's hard not to feel stuck here. That's the biggest reason I love visiting the coast. I can look out onto the Pacific Ocean and see a vast open sky. I feel free, and I like to imagine flying out over the ocean, flying until I reach who knows where. Looking out, all you can see is blue. For me, blue not only makes me feel happy, but also free. In our daily lives, it's easy to feel stuck. If looking at the color blue helps me feel less stuck, it's no wonder that I still surround myself in blue. In my phone case, through the walls of my bedroom. Another reason blue is so popular is because of what it means to people in different cultures. In a Huffington Post article titled, What Colors Mean in Other Cultures, they list what colors mean in different cultures around the world. In Western cultures, blue can represent feeling sad. Think of the expression, feeling blue. But in contrast, blue can also represent trust, peace, security, and authority. It's the reason a lot of American companies use, use it in their logos. Think of major banks such as Chase and Bank of America. While blue is considered masculine and associated with boys, it is considered feminine and associated with the birth of baby girls in China. Blue also has important meanings in religion as well. In Catholicism, blue is associated with the Virgin Mary. Many depictions of her have her wearing a light blue robe. Because of this, many Catholic-majority countries, such as those in Latin America, have associated the color blue with hope and good health. In Judaism, blue represents holiness and divinity. In Hinduism, blue is the color of, please excuse me if I'm saying this wrong, Krishna, a god that embodies love and joy and is the destroyer of pain and sin. While doing research for this episode, I have learned more about color preferences. In the same study by Palmer and Schloss, they looked at how a person's preferences and colors can change. 
In the study, they tended to change a person's preference for the, for the colors red and green. The study group was split into two groups, one that was shown positive images of green and negative images of red, and the other group vice versa. They found that each group's color preferences did change, but the change only lasted about a day. This shows how a person's color preference is not as permanent as we think. They also found that a person's color preference can change for a variety of reasons. One example they pointed out was the change of seasons. For example, look at the seasonal fashion trends that change from each season. In the spring, brighter, color, brighter colors and lighter hues, such as pastels, are worn, while in the winter, muted colors are worn. One example they mentioned in their study, which I personally thought was funny, was on Election Day in the United States. Here in the United States, the major political parties are represented by two colors. Republicans are red, while Democrats are blue. Even if a Republican that loves the color blue or a Democrat loves the color red, on Election Day, their color preference can change as the states on the Electoral College change from gray to either red or blue. When a state goes blue, the die-hard, blue-loving Republican blood pressure can rise. But the next day, the same Republican will choose a blue phone case over a red one without even thinking about it. While we like to think certain things about us, like color preference, don't change, it turns out we change without even thinking about it. Initially, I thought this episode would solely be about why I like the color blue. In the end, it became about how we can change and how easily change, that change can happen. We aren't logic-driven beings as we think we are. Our emotions can change as quickly as our favorite color. I'm no exception either. There are days I love teal, while other days I love navy blue. I know they're still blue in some way, but they're still different from each other for me at least. In the end, it doesn't really matter what a person's favorite color is. Perhaps next time we want to know, get to know someone better, we should ask them why they like a particular color and what it means to them. It certainly will make cocktail parties and mixers a bit more interesting and tolerable, which is something I think we can all appreciate. Well, there you go. That's the end of my first episode of my first podcast. I hope that I hope this gets across the idea of what this podcast is about. It's about looking into a topic that you didn't think twice about, or not even at all. As this podcast goes on, I hope to get more into abstract, unique, or never even thought of ideas, topics for discussion. As a new podcast, reviews will help this podcast grow and reach more people. And I hope that I'll be able to make more unique and interesting episodes in the future. I plan this to be a bi-weekly podcast. Hopefully, as my skills as a po in podcasting develop, I plan to make this a more weekly or perhaps a twice-a-week podcast. And well, that's it for the, my first episode. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Audio Essays from My Closet was produced, written, and directed and edited by me, Joseph. See you guys next time.